Welcome to the EFL Pod Blog with Chris and Sue. Join us at www.eflpodblog.com and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes. So this morning I'm standing just by the River Trent, uh, which is in Nottingham. It's a pretty cold morning and I'm here to interview John, who's a well-known university rowing coach. Hi, John. Hi, Sue. So you're a very good rowing coach. and Thank I'm, you. Yes, I, I've heard this. I've heard this often. And um, I know that you've taken, uh, the, your, your key to the success is that you took some raw recruits in rowing and you got them to the final of... The uh, final of Women's Henley, yeah. Right, Women's Hen- Henley. For, what, what's Henley? Uh, Henley's like um, the Women's Henley. There are two regrettors. There is Royal Henley for men. Uh, which women at a superior level can um, yeah. apply to race at and be invited to race at. Um, a few years ago, w- um, the women in their own world decided that why shouldn't they have some of this fun? So they set up women's right. regatta. It's not got a real patronage, yeah. but it's a b- becoming bigger and bigger every year. So high standard. Very high so standard. So what I want to know, that, John, is that you took these people, had they had they rowed before? Um, the girls that we took uh, that year, they started the university uh, three years prior as complete and utter freshers we call yeah, them uh, yeah. they'd never rode a day in their life before uh, we had the unfortunate task of trying to get them to be passionate about their rowing and uh, once they accepted and came along on the ride they really did start to come on and then it took that's their first year just to teach them to row and then the second and third years the second year you basically build their strength their stamina their technique and then the third year you really so do it go took for it three, three years. years oh my goodness me so that's a lot of uh, patience on your part. It is a lot of commitment, more so on the girls' uh, yeah. part. I think I should just let you know at this point, if, if to get the sort of success that the girls achieved in that one particular year, um, there was three years, as I say, two years prior of hard work. The girls were training 12 sessions a week. Yeah. Uh, they always get Fridays off. Yeah. Uh, they have to train 6 o'clock in the morning and again return at 6 o'clock at night. Um, we do not because we are Nottingham University, we do not allow them any time off for their academic studies. They have to fit everything else around the training. So it's a big commitment from them, but what about you as a coach? Now then, I mean, is it difficult to, if I dare say, like to to be in control of, of a group of young women? I mean, are, are they as committed as, as you are? I mean, do, do, do they come and go? Yeah, we, 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 we start off, it's quite an interesting uh, question you've asked there, because basically, we have um, a group, a squad of a decent-sized group of girls, and we say at the start we'll have 20, 30 girls will start off uh, in their rowing careers in year one when they first sign up as freshers. Um, I'm the lead coach at the rowing club, but I also I coach at Nottingham University Boat Club the senior women. So I have a good look at the freshers when they come and think, oh yes, well that girl's nice and tall, or she looks very athletic, she could make it. And surprisingly not, the most athletic girls always get to the top. Uh, some of those have a gift and they don't seem to use it, but I'm looking for people with passion really. Yeah, and I was going to say, is what, what do you look for in, in their kind of mental makeup? The mental makeup is, um, I've found over the years, many, many years of coaching, if I was to say who's more competitive, boys or girls, I would say without any shadow of doubt the women. Really? 100%. The women um, form very strong friendship groups, um, but they do want to beat each other. The boys are very macho, and they do form very strong friendship groups, and they try really hard to beat each other as well, but the women are a little bit more intense. Therefore... 
a little bit more difficult to manage. Right, and I was going to say, in terms of difficulty, so you start off with how many how many girls in the um, group? In, in the, it depends on the intake from the university. We can have as many... Um, on this particular group of girls we're talking about, they started with uh, 33. Right, so 33. And if I'm not wrong, there are eight places in a boat. Yes. So... You, you, you test them, their strength, their skills, and that. Yes. but you've got to get rid of quite a few, and how, yep. how do you do that? I mean, well, are, are, you, are you Mr. Tact, or no. are, you, are you Mr. Direct? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Honest. Um, right. That's the best way to describe yeah. it, because yeah. basically there's a thing called, I say all the time to the girls, well, girls, it's raining outside, or it's cold outside, we're going on the river. They groan, they moan, and I just suit or to one little phrase, and I says, well, it's all really down to self-selection. And what I mean by that is that those girls who turn up at 6 o'clock in the morning when it's snowing and they've cycled there mm. and it's minus whatever, mm. those girls are freezing, but they are self-selecting. They're right. putting themselves in the frame. In the first five weeks, we'll drop four, five, six girls who will mm. decide rowing's not for them. Yeah. Over the following year, what happens... Um, you'll then end up with, if you're lucky, you'll end up with two eights, usually an eight and a four at the end of the first year, and they can just about to row. So you start the second year, but what happens in the second year is you'll get a new batch of girls coming at freshers, That's right, but so you also get a new batch of seniors. So you yeah. could get ten more girls turn up. Oh my up. God, so it's a real kind of a movable feast. It's always Constantly changing. competing. The girls have to realise it's massively competitive. The but they've got to turn up. So if I wanted to be in your boat, <clears throat> I'd have to turn up on a cold... Um, Notting, Nottinghamshire morning yes. in the rain yes. and just row yes. and what would you say to me? Get in that boat and row? No, I would say <laughs> say what are you wearing that ridiculous outfit for Susie? <laughs> I should say get some proper clothes on yes. let's do a warm up and let's uh, get you stretched out properly then we would either do a weight session an indoor rowing machine session or we'd go out on the river and if whatever the programme is because the programmes are all pre-written for us um Whatever the programme states, that's exactly what we'd do. Well, you'd be pleased to know, I'm not going to come. I'm going to have, have, have another cup of coffee now. Well, I'm the sure warm. the girls from Nottingham <laughs> University will be devastated yes, to hear that. Yes, I'm sure they would. OK. Thanks, John, for that's that. That's OK. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join us again on www.eflpoplog.com and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes.